Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Nerd On Update, our weekly show in which we talk about the weekly news that is exciting to us and the later part of our show in which we answer questions from you, the people. And because I am already talking, I'm going to have Tom go first. Oh, Always shit. Me. Always <laughs> me. Whenever yeah. there's a target. I'm like friendly fire. Like They're like, oh, okay, turn friendly fire off except for Tom. You're welcome. Sure. Yeah, that sounds right. Weird That's flex, but okay. <laughs> um so what's going on everyone i remember last week i saw in the chat i i see it i step down the elevator and i go downstairs and 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 i take the escalator of the ele- elevator and i see the comments and i see people being like i guess that dc boy branding is uh is garbage and you know what i'm here to redeem it <laughs> guess what <laughs> guess what everybody of course it was it, it was trending on the internet and people were talking about it was hashtag release the Green Lantern scene because actor Wayne T. Carr, and this is interesting. I, I've been I've had the the love and joy seeing a, 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 a podcast called Lightcast Pod. Literally have shout out practically everyone from uh the 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 Zack Snyder camp of that side of the DC universe like be on the show and talk about. It. So they had Harry Lennox. They've had um. Christina Wren, they've had Samantha Wynn, they had Wayne T. Carr, uh, Ray Fisher, all these people. And they all just like literally sp- like spill the beans of like everything that happens, like behind the scenes stuff. It's uh, anyways. Um, so Wayne T. Carr was recently uh revealed to be the John Stewart Green Lantern in question at the end of uh the Zack Snyder Justice League film. Um, and he was going to show up with Kilowog and at the end with the Bruce Wayne scene. And since they w- didn't have it, instead, we got the Martian Manhunter scene, which I think works as well. But, you know, it's always nice to see, like, what could have been, yada, yada. And it couldn't be used because Warner Brothers said, please, for the love of God, don't shoot that because we have an HBO Max show we're going to do with Green Lanterns. And then mm. Zach said, like, didn't you guys just do a multiverse? So you cast your guy, I cast my guy. And then you let the audience choose what they want. And they're like, no, please. Wait, we can't have both? No, you're not allowed to have both. You're allowed wow. to be fed the things you're, uh, you you get. And if you say that you don't want a thing, then you can't have your cake terrible. and eat it too, even though the other person said they were going to bring pie. But uh-huh. they want to have the cake, cake also. And yeah. so cake or death. Zack Snyder can't have any cake. Yeah. No if cake. I, look, 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 everyone. Corey That's loves what I've pie. Learned. Corey loves pie. I like cake. If it's my birthday. I'm going to have a cake. But I kind of expect Corey to bring a pie for himself. And I'd be like, you can have it. You can have it. That's totally fine. Anyways. Um, Am I Zack com- Snyder? Maybe. In that scenario? Uh, cool. Maybe. Um, but this also <laughs> comes off the heels of um, new uh, casting um, uh, things for the Black Adam film that's in production. So there's a lot of things coming out um, in the pipeline for the DC stuff. Um, it, it's, it's just kind of interesting to see that uh, they... Um, they cast uh, the actor already for the Green Lantern for the HBO Max show as Guy Gardner. So a lot of people are kind of thinking, like, why would you not um, let there be a Jon Stewart? They had said that the Green Lantern show was going to explore with different Green Lanterns. Uh, so Finn Wittrock uh, has been cast as Green Guy Gardner for the Green Lantern. And that's so far the only person they've, they've mentioned um, who's going to play... 
a Green Lantern, but... But also, if they're, like, so adamant that this isn't going to be a universe, why not just let him do the scene anyway? Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> that, that's, that's what I say. Tom. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, and so, yeah. you know, that's that's me. Um, but he comes from American Horror Story. And, um, you know, obviously, I kind of think back to Charlie Hunnam and how he was cast for uh, Fifty Shades of Grey and everyone hated it. So he literally left the role. And I to me, actors don't deserve that. Actors don't deserve hatred. Uh, for shout out to dis- Wyatt Russell. Wyatt Russell. Shout out to uh, Kelly Marie Tran. Um, so I think a lot of people are like, fine, whatever. But it's kind of like. What ended up trending was John Stewart and not Guy Gardner, sadly. And people were like, because of the recent casting announcement, like that's literally what Twitter said, which is wild. But anyways, um, yeah, it, it's just, uh, you know, it, it's a crazy time. Um, but uh, the actor uh, who portrays uh, Young Rock in the show Young Rock is now going to be joining Black Adam. So it's interesting to see that, like, even though Black Adam has already started shooting, you'd think that all the casting decisions would have been done. So it's just weird to see how publication of media is coming through um, of like, are you guys like, you know, are we going to start seeing casting announcements for the flash, even though like the flash is also shooting and you already see, uh, you know, trucks, you know, typically you see on a movie set at Wayne Manor at the Michael Keaton Wayne Manor. So like it was all but uncertain that like Michael Keaton was actually going to be in the film. Um, But He's going to be in it. So it's it's just a very interesting time and place. Um, and right now, I think uh, for people who are, you know, the pro Snyder fan um, are finding like a lot of discouragement and a lot of things. But uh, to me, to them, if I can say uh, find solace in Army of Army of the Dead, support that. Make sure that that's a success for him. If you're a fan of him, if you like DC stuff and you want to move on with the rest of your life, just look forward to the next thing. And if you're tired of the DC stuff, then you got another Marvel show coming in probably in a couple six months or six weeks. So uh, there's plenty of things to enjoy in the comic book realm of of adaptations. So and stuff much. Like there is. So, uh, yeah, just that silver lining. And, uh, yeah, I I wanted to talk a little bit more about something else, but I will save it for another episode because it's kind of a big industry thing. But, you know, I had to, oh do, boy. The, I had to, I had to do the wow. DC boy stuff because the chat was calling me out. And so, you know what? I see you. I see you. You had to protect your rep. I did. I did. (laughs) I get it. Caitlin. All right. So uh, for those of you in our our Twitch chat right now, you know, I haven't really been streaming a whole lot because I've been juggling some projects. And finally, I got the go ahead to talk about my involvement in one of them. And it is called Henchman Story. I uh, am being an assistant director uh, for the voiceover, which is my first time. I I thought of Tom. I was like, oh my gosh, this is hard. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but it's it's been really fun. And uh, my friend Mark Soskin is the writer on it. He has worked on things like uh, ARC, uh, Genesis Ooh. Part 1 and 2. He, uh, he worked on Lone Echo. He worked on The Outer Worlds. Um, so this is, this is Mark's baby. Um, it is, uh, and I'll just read you a little snippet from the Steam page because it's, I, having read the entire script, it's so good, you guys. It's so good. I'm just going to read you the description so it is. A visual novel where you play as a beleaguered henchman working for a bumbling supervillain and a slice of superhero satire packed with colorful characters and meaningful choices. Even henchmen have bills to pay, and sometimes even henchmen can make choices that change everything. 
Uh, now that you said a visual novel, I'm just like, hey, grunt number two, what's going on? <laughs> Not quite r- romancing other henchmen. It's uh, a henchman dating vein, sim. That's but, uh, where Tom would go. You, you can't say it. You can't say your NDA. Yeah, I can't. I can't say anything about it. But uh, other than like the the writing on it is hilarious. The cast they have for it. Um, Anaris is is in this. Uh, she voices Mirko in uh, My Hero. Mm. She voices uh, Yelena in Attack on Titan. Uh, we've got Anthony, who's uh, playing Chef Antonio, who is ridiculous, and Dave, who is like this really obnoxious supervisor who just supervises. Um, there's actually that a guy. playable demo of it right now. If you put exclamation, if you're ever on our Twitch channel, if you put exclamation point hench, you can uh, go and play a free demo right now to check it out. Um, but that is what I've been working on Um one of the things I've been working on lately that is just, I love it so much, y'all. Support things that you love. I'm going to play the crap out of this uh, when it is out. Uh, the projected release date is August 17th of this year. Nice. So keep your peeps open for it. It's cool because um, like I used to direct plays, but I think it's so, it's good to have like the ability to put on different hats so you can kind mm. of appreciate everybody that's either on set or in the studio or on the stage. Like it's, I was, I'm grateful that my like theater training as an actor, I had to study like lights and even being a stage manager. It just makes you see the whole picture and kind of go, oh, all right, cool. Shout out a lot to more going on. <laughs> yeah. It, it takes a lot of frustration out of, you know, the other aspects because you don't see what everyone else is doing. You're just like, sometimes you're just like twiddling your thumbs being like, oh my gosh, this is taking forever. And some things you can see of what's going on, but other things that you can't. So when you get on in different parts of the production, you can be like, oh, this is taking a long time because this and this and yeah. this are happening in the background as well. Double-edged sword. So then you, Because yeah, 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 then yeah. you can also be like, I've done that. I don't know why it's taking so fucking long. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it definitely is a double-edged sword, but, uh, but it's also uh, nice. Yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. It anyway, makes you appreciate that's my the, news. the whole thing. Henchman story. Nice. Uh, I will go next and last. Go ahead, Josh. Uh, yeah. And speaking of su- superhero adaptations, uh, a big thing recently. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody. I, I'll put that in quotes. Everyone. A lot of people Every are talking about it. Uh, on Earth. Invincible. Uh, dropped over the past couple of months and people are loving it. We have an episode about it coming out this Thursday. Uh, One of my favorite comic books ever. Um, And before the finale even aired, it was announced that renewed for seasons two and three. Much to my chagrin. I'm very excited, but due to our Patreon content, I was like, well, (laughs) Well, well, I think typically, like, if a show is doing really well, like, they you get they get told like pretty quickly if they're going to get renewed or if they're going to finish the season. But like with Amazon in particular, like with Lord of the Rings series, like it's a billion dollars. It costs four hundred million dollars just for the rights. So they're like, yeah, we're going to make at least three seasons. Yeah, no, yeah. And like some shows, it. it's like uh, like Walker on the CW got renewed after like the first episode. Like sometimes you have those instances and then you have this where it's like, oh, I'm I'm really excited. First season was a lot of fun. 
uh, check out that episode. Um, <laughs> but I'm really, as a comic book reader, after watching season one, I'm very, very excited to see what they adapt uh, into the seasons. So, but uh, yeah. I've actually, you've inspired me to read them now. So they're uh, I'm actually on Comicsology. I, I dude, Are I they? got them on Comicsology, and I used our own link. Is that nerdon.tv backslash Comicsology? A little bit of every purchase goes to us, but. Uh, I believe like the first three volumes are on Comixology Unlimited, um, mm. and you can read those first three volumes for free. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's that's my news. Uh, the next part of the show is in which we answer questions from you, the people, and there are the so. We've tried to make it so there are so many ways that you can submit questions. There's there's a way for everybody. So you can send an email to questions at nerdon.tv. You can also go to nerdon.tv backslash questions where there is a form. You can also send them to us in social media. We're cool with that. Yell uh, it, and slide. It, if you see us on the streets, yell it at us. Yeah, do that. Um, and What's then, your thoughts on the remake? <laughs> hey, get then, out of the way, will you? Okay, I will. <laughs> and then uh, you can also head on over to our Discord, nerdon.tv backslash Discord. There are channels there to submit questions. And if you are a member of the Nerdon Nation, powered by Patreon, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon, you get what we call a Nerdon Nudge. In which your answers are questioned first. <laughs> your, your questions are, are questioned answered first. first. We will. Um, question and them. there are channels there, secret channels for only Nerd On Nation members where you can submit questions there. Um, but yeah, uh, you can ask questions like S Ranker asks, What is your weirdest gaming quirk? Something that you end <laughs> up doing or feel compelled to do whenever possible in games that makes no sense. I myself have been called out several times by my friends that I don't ever like playing a game as a male character if I can help it. Hmm. Interesting. Um, um, to that ahead, point, John. real quick, to your friends, you can shut up because I have friends who only 100%. play as female characters and they're dudes. And their thing, I think it's funny. Um, they're like, if I'm going to look at someone's backside the entire time, I want to make it sure it looks nice. I want to look at a dude. I'm like, all right, it makes sense. But if you're a dude, you want to look at a dude's backside. You look at a dude's backside. It doesn't matter. Um, weirdest gaming quirk for me um and whenever whenever i uh i try to kill myself um whenever i play a game because okay. i want to break because i want to see where the the development polish he wants is. to break it well because like that's battery testing right like yeah. if you, you play god of war they really talk about like how you're not a rat allowed to jump off certain cliffs because they have to test if the gamers are going to do that because like you don't like they're invisible but there's like textures there and if you're mm -hmm. allowed to climb up invisible cracks you can literally break the game yeah and mm -hmm. so like that's like the first thing i typically do with any game i like try to break it like immediately like for it's me, just a thing for me for me it's i'd say 85 to 90 percent of the time if i have an option to not be a human i will take that uh i have to be a human every day so if i can choose to be like if anyone who's been watching our monday streams of Star Wars, the Old Republic. Uh, you'll know I'm a giant. Uh, I'm a giant cat uh, Jedi, Cathar. Uh, but I just in, in in World of Warcraft, I'm always like either Draenei or uh, anything besides human because I'm just like I th if I have the option to be another alien species of some and sort. I'm always a human warrior. Hey, I mean that's it, but to each his own, right? So. Um, yeah, that, I think that's mine. That doesn't make sense. I also reload uh, in first-person shooters constantly. 
Like I'll shoot one bullet and I'll just oh, like, I gotta reload. Yeah, I do that. Oh too. my god. Yeah. Like keeping your clip um, full. Yep. Halo. I think I think mine is that like I'll I'll test things that are obviously not or or that I think are obviously not animated in such a way in a game. Uh but look dangerous, I will go and test the danger levels of it. Um, so like in uh, Valheim, uh, I was playing a couple weeks back, and there was this giant skull thing, and there was this blob of green goo bubbling in the bottom, and it was called like the boiling pit or something. And I was like, can I jump in that? And I immediately tried to like jump in. It looked dangerous. It looked like it'd be something that would kill me, but I knew that it wasn't necessarily something you should be able to interact with because you, like, summon a boss with it. So I was immediately trying to, like, mess with it. But the boss spawned the second it happened, so it backfired in my face. Um, but, yeah, I think I think danger testing, things that look dangerous but might not be dangerous, is my specific thing that I do. Very specific. I'm yeah, aware. you're testing the game. Yeah, I'm testing it. But I'm not testing it to to break it i'm testing to see if it's actually dangerous well i'm just and hoping it's a lot not of times it. it is but um but now you know you just you never know <laughs> yeah you, you know? never know you, you might be know. like oh it, it it rejuvenates my health you don't know <laughs> yeah it, it could be a delightful sauna mm, red you x with know. a skull what, typically that you, means health right <laughs> what if you glow green afterwards and then you don't need the sun because you glow after that you yeah, know caitlin i know that are you a plant gonna... I, I know we're going, we're going to the next question and all, but like the point of game design is to teach the player something, nah. not mm-hmm. to like be like, okay, red means go and greens means stop. Says the they guy who probably, tries to break the game every time he logs in. But they would try no. to introduce that early in the game if they wanted you to do that. Tom, don't Just, you always like automatically hit, choose the hardest setting too? Oh, for sure. Oh, I do yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And then I'll back off not. if I need it. But But like, why not? Try to beat it. Oh, on well, the to me, one. this is one thing I re- <laughs> because I like peace in my life. Well, okay, two things. One, you get really good <laughs> at the game, right? That's like a weird altruistic intrinsic yeah. thing. But secondly, yeah. I don't have to play the game over again to get all the platinums because mm. it's like beat the yeah. game on hard mode, beat the game on medium. Like, and dude, if you play I'm it on ultimate, hard, you get, get all of the trophies. I didn't for- use to. But then let let you know Halo. I found Halo in two thousand one, and we just did legendary. And ever since then, I was like, well, fuck these other modes. I mean, there yeah. are games. 100% where I'll be playing it and I'll get like three quarters of the way through or halfway through and be like, okay, I got to turn this down. This is, this is ridiculous. This is hard. This yeah. is hard. Yeah. Uh, but I try, I try. I think mine, mine, oh, sorry. yeah, the reloading thing I do, if I can save, I'll probably save too often. <laughs> um, I want to shout out Zog saying if, if it's not full, it's empty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I always like when you have a skill tree, I always go towards the experience ones first. Mm. Like max. Like extra those experience? Out. Yeah, extra experience. Cause I figure like get that done first and then I can get all the health ones or the ammo ones or crafting yes. ones or whatever. A hundred percent, Josh. Um, yes. I, I mean, get I that XP think... early on. Max yeah, it out. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. uh thanks for that question. Next, Next question comes from Doogler. Do you have a game where an exploit got patched out that disappointed you the most? A um, game that got patched out that like ruined the game, essentially? An exploit. So like there's one in Bloodborne where if you had a certain download file 
of or a version of the game, you can spam this area and get infinite blood shards, which would just literally be mm. like the in-game currency so you could increase the RPG of your character. So like once you download the newest software patch, like you don't get to exploit that anymore. Mm. That's what I can assume what that is. Wait. Um, Flappy Bird. Take- iOS 8. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. <laughs> People uh, were selling iPhones with Flappy Birds on them yeah. for like 10 grand. It was yeah, wild. I remember that. I remember that. Oh my god! Um, uh, what did they did they patch out Rosebud in Sims? I don't think so. Really? As far as okay. I know, in four you could still do it. When I was playing four, I think. Okay, I was gonna say. Don't quote me on that, but up. I'm like ninety percent sure. You heard you it here. Quote Corey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, yeah, I can't. I can't think of a specific example. I know. Otherwise. I know. Shout out to those Destiny fans out there. Destiny one had a cave, what was known as Loot Cave, oh, yeah. where people would just sit and kill anything that came out of the cave and it would drop legendaries and rares and all this kind of stuff and you could get geared up and it was like at the beginning of the game like it was like your first area you explore past the tutorial and then they just and you all you had to do was hit them once so there would be these high level people just sitting there and you just had to tag whatever they were shooting and you could get like legendary gear and stuff and they patched that out exploit is like their bible Mm -hmm. it should be exploits are silly well, one of them was like how you trans- traverse the map. Mm. And it was like, so now you can't move that fast. Oh, interesting. And people got pretty pissed about that because it made that the raids really fun. grindy and not yeah. fun. I'm trying um, to think. Uh, one like most recent. The thing is, is like I haven't, I can't think of specific exploits. I can think of ones that, no, Fallout 76 had had a ton of like beneficial exploits like yeah it did uh there's been a there were a bunch of like uh dupe exploits that people one of the reasons why some people have like hundreds of thousands of like certain bobbleheads is because they could they could duplicate this thing easily and quickly um one that i really liked that was uh there was an exploit in the glass cavern which is down bottom right that when you go in there there are these ultrasite veins and when you collect from the ultrasite vein a whole bunch of the um bad guys spawn um i think it's the zealots spawn meanies you take them out huh meanies yeah the meanies um and you would kill them and do the next vein and there's like four veins or something like that and each one you take you get a whole group, a whole horde of these guys. And if you're in a team, you can do it individually. So if you got four people, you got 12 times that you can do that. And you've got all your XP buffs. So you're just like leveling. Like, because <laughs> it just resets. And then yep. I think that if one of you resets the game and comes back in and joins it, it resets it. I, oh I never gosh. got a chance to do it because nobody Now it's just the it Scorched me. Earth event. Yeah. Which is super fun, but yeah. that's not exploited. That's just how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, next question. Next. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next question comes from Zell. What is your best malicious compliance story? And somebody's gonna have to explain this because I had never. So heard of this. I asked that question too, and I felt like an idiot. And then everyone's like, "It's like the, think um, uh, a pro revenge. Um, pro, not petty pro, revenge. Pro revenge. Um, pretty much like." Um, like you know, parent says like you didn't eat all your veg or the vegetables are still on your plate, and then you throw the 
the vegetables away kind of thing where it's like you mm. you you, bro- you you bent the rules into your favor but it's kind of like to do a good On thing purpose and, and so like the malicious about it the malicious compliance thing is kind of like hey look no one leaves until everything's clean and it's like you know okay then you you know start cleaning very very early or something like that so i love uh, petty revenge but i had never heard of malicious compliance petty revenge mm. is one of my favorite things of all time I, there's a subreddit called petty revenge and i follow it when i need some schadenfreude in my life mm-hmm. <laughs> uh malicious compliance man does something come to one. your I'm mind i'm sure i did some shit in high school that was like unreal was that josh i was just because i i can't think of anything does Tom, did you have something? Um, malicious compliance. Um, I can't. I mean, um, it's it's kind of an indirect way of doing things, but like when someone's been just like a really awful person, and I see that they're doing something incorrectly that's going to negatively affect them down the road, I just leave it be. And to me, that's malicious enough to be like, I could correct you and your life could be much easier right now, but I'm going to let you. But I'm not going to. I got one. I got one. So I was asked at a place I worked back in the day to create a music loop for this machine that every time it was used for the customers, it would play this music loop. And at the time, I had family coming into town. It wasn't my job at all to do it. They were just like, hey, you know how to edit. I was like, yeah, sure. And they were like, so we want this to play every time we use this machine for the customers. And I was like, okay, well, this was a Friday. And I was like, well, I can have that by by, um, next week when I come in on Wednesday. I have some family in town until Monday. I could work on it Tuesday and bring it with me Wednesday. And the owner of the place was like, or you can get it to me as soon as you can, and I won't tell the IRS that we've been paying you under the table. <gasps> and I was like, wow, okay, that's how it is. Uh, so I did it and it was supposed to loop a song, but I purposefully did not loop it perfectly. So there was always a, a skip and a, a <laughs> little bit of an extra bit that should have been cut off. Like it would st- it was supposed to loop the verse or the, the chorus. Mm-hmm. And I would always just leave a little bit of the, the first word of the verse in there so that every time it did it, it wasn't a perfect... Loop, loop. <laughs> but I still got it to them by the next day. So I bet malicious compliance. I think it's still there too. So oh my god, um, that's my I got, I got one petty revenge uh, story. <laughs> so mine was actually at this apartment actually, and it was like a couple apartment managers before and different management. It was weird. You know, L.A. apartments and management is just fucking weird um, because they're not really even connected to the company. Um, and one, a manager that I had a while ago when I first moved here was kind of like, obviously they were a tenant, but they kind of like shirked off a lot of the responsibilities and was like, well, that's not my problem. You should go take it up with like the actual management company. I'm like, why do I give you my rent then? You know, like, why do I give it to you when I could just go over there then? Like, apparently like you're not really supposed to be here for this. Um, and so like, uh, this kind of boiled down to like, you know, small things like, Hey, like this doorknob's broken. Hey, like these blinds are broken. Like you know like can you can i put in a work order through you like you know i don't care what time like i just want to know the process and you know i wouldn't get i wouldn't hear anything back but it started getting really bad when it was like this the the winter season and it starts raining in la which never happens but it rained a lot to the point where our roof was leaking and it was leaking near like outlets and we're like hey this is like a pretty bad thing and we would send video 
and um then like we wouldn't get any response and then i would like make phone calls i'm like hey i'm calling you because i haven't gotten any response back they're like well you didn't put in a formal order you didn't you know use the document that we have on our oh website and i was like did you tell me this <laughs> i've asked you multiple times how to do this and you haven't explained it and then i was like fine i'll do it and so i filled out the order i made an email i made the video size really small with the link and i sent it to every single person connected to management because I was like, hey, look, I CC'd your manager. I CC'd the company manager for the entire L.A. apartments complex to make sure that you did your job. So Oof. thanks, best, Tom. And then uh, they came in the next day with, with a repair. I'm like, Funny cool. how that works, isn't it? it it's, to me, it's that kind of thing where it's just like, I, it, it's, I hate to be Batman, but it's like people need dramatic examples to shake them out of apathy. And it's like, stop being a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Just, just that. Just that. <laughs> Welcome to Nerd on the Podcast. Stop being a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of easy. Yeah. Uh, um, Josh, you have one? I'm having a really hard time of think like you could also say compliance. no. I don't yeah. I don't think I do. Like I think petty revenge stuff comes to mind. Stuff like no, I, I don't I don't have a an example, but if like if one comes to me, I will um Sprechen to Deutsch. I'll I'll, I'll yeah. bring put, it up. Put it on the Discord. Yeah, I ate Smarties under my bed when my mom told me I wasn't allowed to, and then Whoa. I said all the curse words I knew, like Whoa. dumb and stupid. Hmm. Whoa, that's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, wow. My I one know. time, my sister said wow. not to touch her, so I put my finger an inch away from her skin. I hate not touching you. I hate touching you. Malicious compliance. I'm not. I'm not even touching you. Um, not even touching you at all. So now we'll answer questions in, uh, from last week. Sure, yeah. let's do Is the I. thing. All right. Uh, first question is um, Dusk Ninja Kenji. Shout out. Hey, Have you been watching the new season of Final Space? It's not on in Australia, but I'm excited for when it does. I love that show so much. I have no, no idea what show that I is. I have never heard of Final Space. I'm, I'm Googling it, it. Googling it? Mm-hmm. Looking it up. Final Whoa. Space. Oh, Final Space. It. I have not watched this yet, but shout out to my friend Adam Faye. He's one of the character designers on that show. Uh, shout out, shout out, shout out. Congratulations oh, on that. Oh, this show. Yeah. I've not watched it yet, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. Mm. Me too. Yeah. Uh, everyone else says no, right? We haven't watched that at all? No. No, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to no. shout out Adam Faye. I no. wrote down a note so I can look it up. All right. Uh, the next question from uh, General Gigarax. For you guys, what would be the worst or best client slash customer you have ever done work for without giving up the name of the organization, of course? So I once worked for this place that wanted me to make a loop for a <laughs> <laughs> that played for the company. Oh, <laughs> that's the man. Answer. That's probably um, the answer. Actually, no. I worked at a toy store. <laughs> and I worked for a toy store uh, that was owned by a married couple. And uh, the married couple were some of the most, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they like talk down to you no matter what you were doing. Like co- most condescending oh. couple I've yeah. ever met in my entire life. No matter what um, you did, just. No matter what I did was, was the worst thing that could have happened. You're an idiot for doing that. And apparently I learned after I quit that their turnover was like six new employees a year at this little this little toy store because everyone uh, hates them. I think they went out of business. So, hmm. Hmm. Who got um, the last laugh? <laughs> Josh, I, have, I, have, I, have, I have I have two and I can make them quick. Um, 
One is at a store that Josh and Corey and I all worked and met mm. at. Mm-hmm. Um, we call it the fruit stand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was being play manager. And oh, geez. Yeah. Not getting no, paid for that. Uh, but so a lot of times it happens at this particular line of company is that people want to get their electronic devices repaired. Um, and sometimes if you live in places like Northern California, the drive like 50 miles away, you live in LA, they're about 15 miles apart. Um, so two of um, them are across the street from each other. <laughs> yes. And w- the one that we worked at was that one where the two of them were right across from each other. Um, so in particular there was, and I f- have to like throw this insight in there of a perception of like, this was a dude who had his younger impressionable son and he wanted to show his son that like if you are <laughs> rude enough and you you mm. harass all the employees that you can get what you want. And the thing that really kind of grind my gears was uh, he would harass like all of the women. Oh, and no. that was a thing where I was kind of like, all right, well, like I'm not trying to make a career here. Also, I would love to see his face when a guy who looks half his age tells him no. Um, but like I come in, I'm like, hey, man. What, what's going on? Can you not, you know, uh, bother the, my employees like this? And then he's like, well, you guys are going to fix this thing. And, you know, for me, I'm like, I can look and see what kind of appointments we have because sometimes we're all booked up for the rest of the night. And I'm like, hey, man, you're all, we're all booked up. I don't want to waste your time. You think you're going to wait here at, at 9 p.m. Someone's going to finish early and they're going to help you. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's not going to happen because unless you want to start to asking people if they're going to help you past the time that they're allotted to work here they're not i would actually recommend you go to across the street because they're open an hour later and that will probably be a better solution for you and so he's like i'm not moving then i was like then i guess you're not moving and you're not getting helped then i'm like i'm sorry i I don't want to be rude but it's like this is it you kind of came in here demanding something you weren't asking nicely about it and so like for me like my will and wanting to help you is stops at 17 dollars an hour yeah so like i don't blame you not that's it like I would love I would I would actually pretend to care more yeah. if you were actually nice about it. But since you, you weren't, weren't being a dick, I'm not. That's like I mean, sometimes though, kids can really like I had a customer at that same store where this guy came in and he's like, my phone screen broke. It was just sitting on my uh, nightstand and I put it down like this. And he like showed me how he put it down on the table, which was really gentle. He's like, and the screen just cracked. And I was like, let me see what I can do about that. And as I'm like looking up appointments, the kid goes but dad, it fell out of your pocket while you were playing basketball. Uh, <laughs> uh, kids say the darndest things. Thing. Don't so, they just. And the second the second experience was when I left that company and, and did independent work and I worked social media. I, I had to create social media for a dentist and quite mm. an affluent oh, I remember dentist that. who has a lot of expensive clients. So like he was able to pay me quite the money. But the thing is that's this is the this is quite that the money. Quite the money. Working with creatives, when you want to give them a note, don't say, "Could you make it cooler?" Could I'm like, "What do you mean purple? temperature? You want it cold? What, what do you mean cooler? Do you want slow mo? What the f-? like?" And so like yeah. that was how it was for like almost eight months. And there was like a lot of conversation of being like, I don't know what that means. Like, break that down. Like, do you want a closer angle? Do you want a better shot? Do you want it to like rack focus? Tell, help me, help me help, do my job. Help me. And so, help you. Every time he's like, could you, could you do a, could you do a pan? And he's like, that's zooming. 
But, you know, like it's your boss, so you're not going to say anything. You're like, yeah, OK, I'll zoom closer in or I'll pan closer in. And like, could you make that cooler? I'm like, oh, my God. And so, like, wow. that was like the biggest note. Everything. Pan in and zoom. I'm like, pan oh, in. Man. Oh, my God. And so, like, it's it's very snooty for me to say that. And I don't know it why is. we talk about the worst case scenarios. Um, best case scenarios. I helped a kid with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. I got them an electronic device. And I'm like, Aww. there you go. I fucking, this kid only wanted to have, a, like, this electronic device. And I'm like, I helped him. I'm like, that's what it takes. That's what it makes a wish. Okay. And there it is. So. Hey, man. There, there, there it is. Caitlin, uh, Josh. Yeah, Caitlin. Go ahead, Josh. Or okay. Uh, so I worked at conventions for a long stretch of time and I worked for a lot of different vendors. I've been to like over 80 cons at this point and it's always a slog. It's always, you got to set up, you got to drive a really long time. You got to set up the booth. You got to work at the booth. You're there for like 10, 12 hour days and you're up late and, uh, work three or four days in a row and then you go back. Well, I was in college and uh, there was this one vendor. This was the last time I ever worked for them and I will never work for them ever again uh, because I told them, like, you need to pay for my gas. You need to pay for my hotel. You need to pay for my food. And, you know, I need this much a day because uh, I can't afford it. I'm broke as fuck. I can't even spend $5 on McDonald's. Like, it's really bad. Uh, so you need to pay me, like, money to come here. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so uh, I drove uh, to, I drove like nine hours. Uh, some, it was a long Sweet. way. Or, or a total of nine hours. I think it was four and a half to get there. But uh, so I drove, I spent like 90 bucks in gas. And uh, the hotel had not been paid for when I showed up. Hell yeah. So my coworker paid for it. She was already in a really, really bad mood. And I was in a photography class at the time in college, so I had my camera with me. And uh, another friend who was also rooming in the same space, her grandfather had just died, so she was in a terrible mood. And uh, over the course of the weekend, my coworker kept, like, shooing me out of the booth. And I was like, do you just want to work by yourself? Like, what's going on? I mean, I'll go take some photos for a little bit and rove back here, and I would check on her every now and again. She would immediately shoot me out of the booth, and I was like, what is going on? I mean, I'm okay. And over the course of the weekend, she had told all of our convention friends that I was leaving her by herself and she wasn't even getting bathroom breaks and she wasn't even getting a chance to eat. Uh, I think I remember you hearing that. Yeah, saying that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they were all like telling me that I'm this terrible person. And then come the end of the weekend, I find out that we were doing commission only for the whole weekend. Uh, So... I had spent 90 bucks in gas. I had to buy food because he was mysteriously just not there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I found out that I was only going to make money off of commissions. So I had to force her to let me work alone to make up for any lost time. So I made $35 that weekend. Hell um, yeah. Sweet. I was in trouble. <laughs> I was in trouble after that show. And That's, he still. Uh, hey, though, me. lesson learned. Oh, boy. That's like when I got tricked into signing a 1099 thinking it was a W-2, my first job Oof. in New York, and I ended up oh owing three grand at the end of the year. That was a lot Oof. of fun. And, Josh. you know, yeah. I was 18, and I had no money. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess I'm moving out of New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, mine are probably very related to, like, what Tom brought up. I mean, I work tech support at what we Oof. call the fruit stand, and... 
There were so many we times are, that I, I was called. I've said it what it actually is so many times on air. Does yeah, it actually I matter? Know. Yeah, no, I, probably not. I don't know if it does. Uh, I, w- I worked at the Genius Bar. I was tech support. And the things that I was called, um, the things that I've had somebody throw their phone at the ground in front of me because I wouldn't fix their phone uh, huh. because of justified reasons. Um I've been called very mean names that like racist and all sorts of things because I wouldn't I say sorry. yes to a somebody. Yes to somebody. Um I mean, when you're when you work tech support at Apple, you don't just get there like, "Hey, you're now this." You go through months of training. I I had months and certifications of training and so when people would come to me and ask me for help and I would troubleshoot and they would be like, "No, that's not it." I Cool. I'm going to do this, <laughs> yeah. though. Cool. So yeah. do you have a certification? <laughs> no? That was my last customer that I ever took at Apple was I said, do you have a certification? I'm out. Um, yeah, I saw a lot of that. I mean, obviously, working there, I saw a lot of those interactions go down, and it was the absolute reason. I was like, I had been approached, like, do you want to apply for that? I was like, fuck, no. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I, hell to the no. Do I want to be yelled at from nine to five every day? Yeah. No, thank you. Um, Unless you're providing me with, like, therapy sessions at the end of every day to close it out. My last hour <laughs> is just sitting on a couch uh-huh. talking to someone. Um, <laughs> but I'll end with some positive. Uh, one of my best clients as an audio mixer is Tom. Tom, oh, did it say uh, best clients too? Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, we just went real negative, didn't we? We just went real well, negative. That's what I said. We're going to wrap it. We're going to wrap it with the I talked about the hypocrisy. One. I'm like, we just go negative, baby. I'm, <laughs> I'm going uh, positive, and Tom's one of my best clients in terms of audio. He always makes sure that I get what I need and when I'm mixing one of his films or whatever. He compliments my work. Uh, it's very hard to find uh, when you're working with somebody in this business like – Bonnie and I joke, one of our producers, when they give us feedback, when they're buying something and they're saying, yes, this is good to go, you'll get words like, good, fine, okay. Okay. And you're like, cool. I'm glad I do Um, satisfactory work. That's a C (laughs) in grade school. Yeah. And uh, Tom always just, he gives me solid feedback, gives me specific feedback of, hey, let's change this. Let's... um, so yeah, I, I like working with Tom. I'd say I'd echo that. Yeah. As an editor, Tom is one of the uh, better experiences I've had working with directors. And I, things. I get asshole to everyone to make sure that everyone else does their job nicely. I like. <laughs> I feel like that's the thing—the preservation of making sure that everyone could do their job in the way that they want to do it. And so I'm just an asshole to everybody. It's like you fucking stop talking to me. Like get the shit done. And then it's like here you go. Here's a nice thing. <laughs> it's like leave him alone. Oh, like, you you me. need the OMF and this and this. Cool. Here yeah. you go. <laughs> um, how much how much time for questions? I'd say I'd say since we took a while on that one, let's do one more. One I, more. Okay. Yeah. Let me let me Real take quick, a look. I was gonna say my positive one was working with Mark on Hinchman. Nice. Great. Streamlined. Let's do one um, from last week. I'm just going to go to Nate Hawk, 1989. Uh, Thanks, Brooke Halter, on the chat, by the way. Hey, Um, Brooke Halter. What is your go-to video game when you just want to chill and relax? Your go-to gen game for me is Jurassic World uh, Evolution Sandbox Made. Oh, dude, Jurassic World Evolution is so nice. It's basically SimCity, but it's Jurassic. You're building your own park. But what is yeah. yours? 
Uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, <laughs> is anyone surprised? No, my my go to is probably either Halo. It's probably Halo as my go to. Like, I don't want to do anything new tonight. I just kind of want to chill and zone out. Um, I would say it's either Halo or yeah, yeah. I'll say Halo. Okay, oh, man. I got a little cornucopia of things. It really depends on what the mood is. Stardew Valley, obviously. Uh, League of Legends. When you just want to chill. When you just want to chill. Stardew Valley. There you go. Okay. League of Legends. No one cares about your second. Okay. <laughs> Too bad. Wow. It's one. Anyway. There is only one. Uh, <laughs> Josh, or do you want me? I'll go. Um, I think to. mine well, just, is. Yeah. I mean, I want you. Throwing you curveballs all day, Cameron. Um, I think, in all honesty, Fallout 76, because you can get on there and just do nothing and have fun and just go kill things and blow things up and build. Like sometimes I'll just get on Fallout and be like, I'm going to, I'm going to build. I don't care. I, yeah. I don't, because sometimes I it's just like, building in that game, it's just man. overwhelming to find something to play. And it's just like trying to find something to watch. And I'm just like, I'm just going to get on Fallout. And I'm gonna build, or I'm gonna go kill super mutants. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Um, for me, I haven't had like legit. I have, I don't remember the last time I like I looked to a video game to relax. Um, so I had an answer back in the day, but I think just for some variety, um, for the people who are listening, I loved playing Civ Five. Mm. Um, and I fucking use all the mods, baby. But sometimes I don't use the mods. But like, it's just kind of nice to be like, there is a like when I when I'm like really stressed out, I just need to like fucking feel like I can control something. Like Civ is a really good game where it kind of scratches that itch of like, I am God. I create this fucking society, and then I tell you to do what you do, and you, you just really? listen. Tom, what relaxes you is this is a society. Uh, okay, look, not not gonna lie, I was talking he about likes it with being a, a dictator in his. I, spare I was time. talking about it with a friend recently, and um, we're talking about Peaky Blinders and how Tom mm. Shelby gets so mad. He's like, "Why don't you oh, just listen to me?" And I'm just like, "If everyone just fucking listened to me, then I would fucking not be so stressed out right now. Now I have to wait for some bullshit." And so, like with civilization, it's like you do this, and then they do it. They run into problems. You run into some barbarians and they kill your fucking scout. It's fine. And you run into like some assholes, fine. more likely Gandhi. And he's like, are we going to fucking kill you? He's like, why Gandhi? We we haven't done anything to you guys. Why would you attack me? And then you're like, fine. You know what? I'm going to kill you. And then you just do that. You know, it feels like, you know, it feels nice. That's just me. That's I just like me. it. That's that's how I chill out. I I control everything. <laughs> a sense that of control. That doesn't sound that, like a problem. Yeah, that sounds. Yep. Wow. Uh, anyway, people that, watched me on that stream, and they were like, "Tom, you be you're a cool guy, but I would hate if you had like, ultimate power." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Um, Sorry, buddy. So yeah, that has been That's this week's funny. update. Everybody at home, thank you so much for listening or watching. If you're on Twitch Live right now or on our YouTube, um, if you're new to NerdOn, check out our website NerdOn.tv. It has all of the information on everything that we do. We do have multiple podcasts, um, so check them out. They are everywhere. Podcasts are heard. Apple, Spotify, iHeart, everywhere. So go check it out, all of our episodes. It really is. All of our episodes, the show, and Nerd on the Podcast are video. So check out that YouTube. Uh, share it with your friends, your family. Uh, that, is, that is legit how we grow. 
uh, share us, people pick us up. And a lot of our fans are day oneers, are from people telling them, hey, you should check this out. Um, it's true. Yeah. We love them and they're they're just so sexy looking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There it is. Uh, rate, review us, join that, that Nerd on Nation. Um, that helps us. We're so yeah. close to a goal. We're so close to our next goal, which is 60 members of the Nerd on Nation. And when we reach that, uh, the members will get to choose a topic for one of our episodes for Nerd on the podcast. So check that out. You want us to talk about how TOEFL boyfriend? You want us to talk oh, about no. the Iliad? Whoa. You Not come hot on in. Boyfriend. Whoa. You come in and you tell us, but you got to join do. the Nerd on Nation and help us reach that, reach that next goal. Mm-hmm. And when you join, you do get fun perks like early access and bonus episodes and all that kind of stuff. So lots of perks. Nerd on dot dot. Nerd on dot dot. Dot dot dot. Nerd on dot TV backslash Patreon. And check out that Discord. Nerd on dot TV backslash Discord. But yeah. Thank you so much. You know the drill. As always, nerd on. Nerd on.